this was without doubt the most popular article that I've done on the blog so far um, it was even more popular than the time I got the coronavirus so that is definitely saying something I really liked it to be honest I feel like I got somewhere with it in terms of my thinking about relationships and about how men can just understand women a little bit better because I think that's a win-win situation really for me I've benefited massively from the little bits of wisdom that I've picked up about how to act with women and hopefully it can benefit you too so without further ado here is seven things every man should know about women the fair sex they smell like mangoes levitate and don't fart incredible can you believe it maybe not there's probably more reliable information about the Loch Ness monster these days than there is about how women and men should relate to one another it all starts out as a young boy when you're taught that girls are just the same as boys Yet when you treat them like your knucklehead friends and punch their arms and call them dude, they won't talk to you anymore. How can you ever have a good relationship with women if you don't understand how we are different and why that makes us perfect for each other? Well, there are certainly a few tidbits of wisdom I've learned in my travels that might be useful for us to understand each other a little better. Number one, women say what they feel, not always what they mean. My sister explained this to me once, when I had a misunderstanding with an ex-girlfriend that led to a very heated argument which, according to her, was a mile off the mark. I was giving out, defending my rational position. My sister quite plainly said to me that it was never about that. I thought a lot about it. And I have since learned that a woman's word can be an expression of how they feel at that moment, not necessarily exactly what they mean, especially if there's emotions involved. Next time your lady says something to you and you think, where does she get off? Try to think more about the feeling expressed rather than the content of the speech. In this sense, like in the English classroom, you might look at the expression's content as poetry. What is the feeling expressed in what she's saying? If your girlfriend says you've been playing too many video games and you've only been online for 10 minutes, is it really about the video games or is it about your lack of attention to her and the rest of your life in general? So instead of throwing down your controller and having a rational argument about times, averages, and what all your friends are doing, hear the feeling expressed and act on it, not the content. Number two, you shouldn't analyse a lady if she's in a mood. She's not an addition of To Kill a Mockingbird. As men with our masculine brains, we like cause and effect and getting to the bottom of things. But frequently there is no final cause, and trying to fix a woman will just piss them off more. Women are like life. Sometimes challenging, rewarding, exciting, frightening, confusing, fantastic, and everything else under the sun. So you need to learn not to look for an easy path, an obvious solution to pave things over. When she isn't happy, learn to love her regardless of this, through the rain and the sunshine. She will be much more receptive to you if her are present and loving, and don't try and just solve her like a crossword puzzle. Number three, women test men. One of my favourite things to do when I have a new lady over is to listen for the criticisms. Do you own a sweeping brush? These decorations are interesting. I see you must like Ikea a lot. Women will push your buttons just to see what you'll do. They want to see if you're an overly sensitive, lazy, sullen child, or somebody who's actually capable of taking criticism. It's the female equivalent of men slagging each other off constantly to test you out and see if you're on your high horse or not. If I can't slag you, how can I trust you? Same is true for women. If she tests you and you fly off the handle, how can she trust you? You want to have a woman that tests you. One who can point out your flaws because you can't see them. 
and you never know where they are if you don't listen to her. A weak man whose life is in tatters gets annoyed when women test them and point out all of their problems. Lord knows we can all be that way, but really what these tests are is an opportunity to improve where you're weak and to make a better life. Good wisdom is appreciating them because they can make you a better man. Number four, women love questions. They're a bunch of nosy troublemakers if you ask me. Women love impromptu personality tests, horoscopes and would you rather questions. Would you rather be too tall or too small to walk in your hands or to have hands for your feet, be a lobster or an earwig, whatever. These questions offer a little glimpse into the intangible human personality which she has great business in apprehending, particularly to find out if she can trust you, because shocker, men are dangerous to women. So women need to know who the hell you are, if you're just a fun bad boy type or actually a full-blown Ted Bundy. So are you a person who's worthy of a woman's trust, and if not, how could you be? Number five, women crave connection. This has always been a hard one for me. I think like all men, we're like cavemen who could happily live in swamps and hit each other with sticks all day. But relationships and marriages go bad like gone off fruit because of years and years of missed opportunities for connection. Shrugs, eye rolls, turned backs. All these lead to the relationship's inevitable death. Death by a thousand cuts. More frequently, women initiate divorce and the man has no clue anything has gone wrong. He's just been doing what feels natural, but by then it is already too late. So being conscious of your connection with your lady is very important. Connection is difficult because it requires vulnerability, bravery and attention. It can be very hard as a man to even access your feelings. I feel like most modern men need to be retrained to feel again. We're used to being analytical and in our heads and ignoring our bodies. How can you think about connection? One way is to imagine your shoulders are like wings and imagine that your wings are open. Or to picture your chest as a doorway and imagine that that doorway is open. And that you can see energy freely passing from yourself to her. Fear, stress, distrust, uncertainty, bad habits like pornography and masturbation are all things that can ruin your ability to connect with women. Even little things like posture matter. It's all interconnected and about how you show up in the world. This all might sound a bit hokey, but it's tremendously important. In relationships, the small things are big. And you can tyrannise women by denying them a connection. And it's a death sentence for any relationship. Number six, women are a gift. Don't get me wrong, they can be a pain in the ass. But for me personally, my life has always been shaped and guided by women's kindness. Women come in all shapes and sizes. You have sexual and platonic relationships, but there is still something always unique with your relationship with women compared to your male friends. Something which can get you through the toughest of times if nurtured. You should never take their kindness and compassion for granted or to use them to escape your responsibility of living like a drug or alcohol. Men can binge on the compassion and kindness and comfort of women and become human logs. You should treat your relationship with respect, dignity, and a lot of seriousness. You have a responsibility to act with integrity and to be a man of substance who will not distort her reality. And if you can maintain that trust, two heads are always better than one. Number seven, your masculine mission, the dilemma as a man, is always between your purpose and your woman. Women are attracted to men striving for something bigger than themselves. Not necessarily Hollywood fast cars and billions of dollars, but something you are passionate about, a cause that moves you deeply. This is where Hollywood gets it wrong. 
A woman wants to be a part of your life and not the axis on which everything is revolving. The idea is to create an interesting life with enough going on that you can invite her into your life and the experience is a treat and not that she finds out you've been lying about everything and your life is in flames. So creating a genuinely interesting life that is worth sharing with someone is an important part of having a good relationship. So there they are, a few lessons from the front lines. If you're interested in this topic and want to read more, I would recommend David Data's The Way of the Superior Man, which has kind of been a bit of a bible for me in this journey. There's been so many times that I've been confused or maybe falling back on old patterns of behaviour that I've opened up that book and been able to gain some clarity from it that I didn't have before, so I would highly recommend it. And one final thing, trying to be cool isn't ever cool. What is much cooler is doing what you love and never apologising for it. Being who you are allows others to do the same. And that's the greatest gift a man can give. Freedom. This was, without doubt, the most popular article that I've done on the blog so far. Um, it was even more popular than the time I got the coronavirus. So that is definitely saying something. Uh, I really liked it, to be honest. I feel like I got somewhere with it in terms of my thinking about relationships and about how men can just understand women a little bit better. Because I think that's a win-win situation really for me. I've benefited massively from the little bits of wisdom that I've picked up about how to act with women. And hopefully it can benefit you too. So without further ado, here is seven things every man should know about women.